0: cyber attack blamed for taking down an electric grid and, after two years, an explanation for the anthem breach. These stories and my commentary on President-elect Donald Trump's attitude toward Russian hacking, coming up on the ISMG Security Report. Hello, I'm Eric Chabro. We start off today's report with confirmation that a power outage in the Ukraine in December resulted from a spear phishing attack carrying malware. It isn't the first time the Ukraine power grid fell victim to a cyber attack. Data Breach Today executive editor Matt Schwartz has been following this story and joins me. Hi, Matt.
1: Hello, Eric.
0: What do we know about this latest attack on the Ukraine electric grid?
1: Last month, there were reports that Ukraine's national power company suffered a blackout on December 17th, and investigators there said that they couldn't confirm if it was the result of a hacking attack, but they were investigating that possibility. This week at a conference in Miami, two of the investigators who are looking into that attack on behalf of the Ukrainian government have confirmed that indeed it was not only the result of a hack attack but used a lot of tools that had been seen in previous attacks against Ukraine, including an attack that led to the first ever known blackout in December 2015. That was the first known instance of malware and a hack attack causing a power outage.
0: How long was the latest attack?
1: The December 2016 attack went on for at most, I think, a few hours. Apparently, Ukraine was able to respond quickly and get the power restored. In the 2015 attack, one thing that aided Ukraine was that there were a lot of manual overrides on the facilities that were affected. So even though they may have been disrupted remotely, told to shut down, once people could get on site, there were switches they could flip in order to restore the power. Now, this is Ukraine. Apparently, other power transmission systems and related equipment don't always have these types of manual overrides in other countries. So... Your mileage might vary when it comes to trying to respond to one of these kinds of attacks. What tools did the hackers use? In the most recent attacks against a variety of Ukrainian institutions, including the power company, those occurred just last month. There were a number of tools that have been seen in previous attacks, including black energy malware, also Killdisk, which is a disk-wiping piece of malware, and also a custom-built malware dropper called Hansitor. Now, a dropper is something that attackers use to infect a computer and then to allow them to push further malicious code onto the computer. Before it was used against Ukrainian targets, it reportedly had been updated 500 times, which gives some indication to the amount of sophistication and effort that was going into these attacks against Ukraine. Who's behind these attacks? The president of Ukraine, Petro Poroshenko, has come out saying that like the 2015 attacks, these 2016 attacks are also the work of Russia. He hasn't provided any evidence to support that. And researchers that I've spoken with over the past year or more about these attacks have also refused to comment, saying they don't know who's at the keyboard, who's behind these attacks. Now, certainly, geopolitically speaking, there's a great degree of animosity between Ukraine and Russia. Russia would be an obvious culprit in this, but security experts, at least to date, have shied away from making any such attribution.
0: What would be Russia's motivation?
1: Well, one school of thought is that Ukraine is being treated as a research and development testbed for disrupting a country's critical infrastructure. Now, one reason that might not be so true is critical infrastructure can vary widely between different countries. Even inside a country, the particular collection of systems that they're using can make attacking it a very labor-intensive endeavor. And certainly we saw that in this case, There was custom-built malware that was custom-coded, sometimes down to the individual workstation or server that attackers were trying to target. But in the bigger picture, certainly if attackers could disrupt a country like Ukraine, those same tactics, at least, not always the exact same pieces of technology, could certainly be adapted to target other countries' critical infrastructures. You're listening to the ISMG Security Report on ISMG Radio. ISMG, your number one source for information
0: security news. It's taken nearly two years, but seven state insurance commissioners have issued a joint report on their investigation into the massive February 2005 cyber attack against health insurer Anthem that affected nearly 79 million individuals. To discuss the insurance commissioner's findings is Health Info Security Executive Editor, Marianne Kolbisak mcgee Hey, Marianne. Hi, Eric. What did the commissioner say happened to Anthem in 2015?
2: The commissioner said that they have a high level of confidence that Anthem was hacked by a foreign national. The commissioner's report, as well as a separate investigation by Anthem's hired forensic investigation company, determined that the breach started in February 2014, or a year earlier, before it was detected, and that ultimately the breach was caused by a user in one of Anthem's subsidiaries that opened an email containing malware. Mm.
0: Does this mean that Anthem wasn't prepared for the attack?
2: the investigators said that Anthem had taken reasonable measures before the attack, but obviously it wasn't enough. Since the attack, Anthem has been making investments in areas such as deploying two-factor authentication on all its remote access tools, deploying a privileged account management solution, and adding enhanced logging resources to its security event and incident management solutions according to the commissioners
0: you said it was a nation state behind the attack do we know who it was
2: the commissioners haven't named the nation state that the foreign national was likely working for but china has been speculated as the culprit for quite a while actually
0: why would china or any other nation state be interested in what they can find on computers in an american health insurance company
2: well, some experts seem to think that nation states like China that have a strong biotech industry, for example, could have a great competitive advantage by tapping into healthcare related databases that might contain some data that will help with their own development of their own products.
0: What was in this data?
2: Contain a lot of names and addresses and that sort of thing. The thinking is that if there's any sort of medical diagnostic sort of information there, this this could be valuable.
0: The state commissioners and Anthem reached a settlement. What was in it?
2: The commissioners didn't levy any sort of financial sanctions. However, they did say that Anthem is spending more than $260 million to bolster security. Anthem has also spent several million dollars offering credit protection services to those affected. There are nearly 80 million of those people.
0: If there was one major takeaway or a lesson learned from the Anthem investigation, what was it?
2: Phishing attacks and social engineering are still significant threats, so user education is extremely important, but also using advanced malware protection, patching security vulnerabilities, as well as bolstering the perimeter.
0: Thanks, Marianne. Thanks, Eric. Finally, some observations.
1: As far as hacking, I think it was Russia. That's
0: President-elect Donald Trump speaking earlier this week at his first post-election press conference. Trump didn't say much else, actually nothing, about the U.S. intelligence agency's assessment he now accepts. That assessment accuses Russian President Vladimir Putin of directing cyber attacks, social media campaigns, and publication of fake news to malign Hillary Clinton in order to boost Trump's chances of winning the White House. Listening to Trump, you think that the Democratic Party was as guilty as the Russians were
1: in the attacks. The Democratic National Committee was totally open to be hacked. They did a very poor job. They could have had hacking defense, which we had. And I will give Reince Priebus credit.
0: Reince Priebus is the former chairman of the Republican National Committee, who will be Trump's White House chief of staff.
1: Because when Reince saw what was happening in the world and with this country. He went out and went to various firms and ordered a very, very strong hacking defense. And they tried to hack the Republican National Committee and they were unable to break through.
0: That's not quite true. Trump's right. No evidence exists that Russian hackers breached current National Republican Committee computers. But the Russian hackers did break into other Republican Party IT systems. Here's an exchange from earlier this week between the chairman of the Senate Intelligence Committee, Republican Richard Burr of North Carolina, and FBI Director James Comey.
2: Director Comey, do you have any intelligence that any Republican system that was targeted by these same groups was either successfully penetrated or if penetrated and there was data exfiltrated um, was there any exfiltration?
0: There were successful penetrations of some groups and campaigns, particularly at the state level in the, on the Republican side of the aisle, and, and some limited penetration of old Republican National Committee domains. One could assume that the information found in the older GOP computers, or those on the state level, would not have the propaganda or other value to the Russians in a campaign to discredit Republicans as they did Democrats. Then again, old emails and other documents could contain embarrassing details that could be of value to Russian propagandists. We just don't know. Keep in mind, cybersecurity isn't a contest among enterprises. Competition between the political parties is for votes not which one can tout the best cyber defense. One other point. In censuring the Democrats for the breach of their own computers, is President-elect Trump blaming the victim? Earlier in today's security report, we heard of seven state insurance commissioners who, after an investigation, declared that Anthem had taken reasonable measures before the data breach to protect customer information. Even so, a phishing attack fooled an employee who opened an attachment containing malware That eventually resulted in the exposing of personal information of nearly 80 million individuals. Among the most damaging information emanating from the Russian attacks on Democratic Party computers resulted from a phishing attack, too, targeting the Clinton campaign chairman, John Podesta. No doubt the Democrats should have taken stronger security steps, or organizations should, whether the Republicans or Anthem or your enterprise. But blaming the victim, President-elect Trump is diverting attention from the real culprit, the Russian government that combines hacking with other methods to cause real damage to our security and democracy. That's the ISMG Security Report. Our theme is by Ithaca Audio. I'm Eric Chabro. Catch you next time.